Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. Blessed be your name, the name above all names. Let that name always be the first name on our lips and the last one. The name of Jesus at which every knee in heaven on earth and under the earth shall bow. That we use and we carry the power of that name in all our endeavors, in all our challenges, knowing that our authority, our strength, and every gift that is given in us is activated and powered by this name. The Holy One of Israel in our midst, His very presence, His Spirit living within us. And it is He who said, let the weak say, I am strong. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you, our King, for your mercy. We thank you, our God, for your grace, for your favor. And for the peace that you pour into our hearts right now. When we are here in your presence and you have called each of us by name, it is you who called us. We did not come of our own accord. And we open our hearts to receive from you, Lord. To receive your peace and your joy in our hearts. That our joy might be brimmed up and be made full again. Through our presence, through our relationship, through our communion with you. And we want to share that same peace and that joy. That keeps us calm in the midst of every storm. It keeps our eyes focused on you. That same peace and joy we share with everyone that is part of this meeting and everyone that is part of this praying family called by your name. With everyone for whom prayers have been requested on this group and with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer ourselves, Father, to stand in that gap for them, our brothers and our sisters. We share your peace and joy with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, that everything that keeps them from seeing the truth, from seeing your radiance, your glory, and from knowing you, that every such obstruction, obstacle, every such mountain in their path, every veil before their eyes be torn apart, that they shall see and know the truth, and the truth shall set them free. There are many of us as well that are still captivated by certain lies in our lives. Father, we ask for that revelation, for your light to shine upon us, that that darkness, that dark corner of our life is illuminated by your glory. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on the name of our God, our Father, that same Holy One of Israel, the maker of the universe, who is able to make every grace abound towards us. There is nothing that is impossible to him and no word from him shall fail. And we call on the name of his son, the only one, the lamb upon the throne, the king of kings, 
the one who comes to judge the quick and the dead. The word himself who dwelled amongst us. He became flesh. And now through the revelation of the spirit becomes flesh of our flesh. That we are his body. And we live by his word. We pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit that quickens us that we shall no longer be dead. But made alive in the spirit. The spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. The spirit of resurrection who raises us up from every dead situation, from every situation that is leading us to death, the wages of sin. Through his conviction, never condemning us, but ever willing for us and wanting to do everything that is needed for us to come to repentance and be raised to life. He who made his tabernacle in our hearts, in our bodies, that this body might be transformed from being one of sin, one of living just in the flesh and for pleasures of the flesh, to one that lives in the spirit, to one that communes with him, our God, to one that holds his hand and walks in the spirit, in the light, and in the will of the Father. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, for the grace of time that you have added to our life this day. And there are many that have not been blessed enough to see this day. There are many for whom time has run out this morning. Father, we thank you that you continue to be merciful towards us and give us opportunities to repent for our mistakes. And yet we continue to keep on making newer mistakes. But through your word and through your spirit, you are ever willing to raise us up through wisdom, through understanding, that we are able to make a conscious decision. And through the boldness that he gives into our spirit, we are able to turn away from all those mistakes that we have been making in our lives over the years. We thank you, Father, for the gift of family, of friends, of angels, of destiny helpers. Everyone that you have planted in our lives to be a mirror of some nature of your character. Different facets of your presence. Working in our lives, working with us and for us. To be agents of change in our life that carry your message to us many a times. There are so many times we ignore it, Father. We ask for forgiveness. We thank you, Lord, that you are unchangeable in your love for us. That you're never willing to let us go. And it pains you more than it pains us. And we make mistakes and bear the consequences of that. The price that we have to pay to learn from our mistakes. We thank you, Father, that Jesus paid the eternal price once and for all so that we are not due for judgment but ever willing that you are ever willing to forgive us the day we turn our hearts towards you and repent for those mistakes. 
We thank you, Lord, for the gift of your word where you have hidden your mysteries and you reveal them to those that look upon you in faith. We thank you for the gift of prayer that we are able to commune with you, we are able to speak to you. And it is not just us putting our requests for our needs, but us going above and beyond, building our relationship with our God, with our Father, with our King. We thank you, Lord. This morning as we pray, we reflect on Luke chapter 6, verse 38. A popular verse that we say as part of our I confess boldly as well. And this talks about an important principle of the kingdom of God. Where it reads, give and it shall be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Now the New Living Translation version, I shall read that part of it where the words are slightly different and it says, give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. The question for us is, what are you willing to give? What is our tendency? Whatever is freely available, we are ever willing to give God and our neighbor. But as soon as it costs us, look at the hesitation. We don't think twice, we think thrice. There is a concept of, this is mine, that comes in. The Bible reminds us in Psalm 24, verse 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein, that is including every living person, everything belongs to him. He is the creator of it all. And 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 and verse 20 says, even we are not of our own. We were bought at a price. So we belong to him as well. He has given us the ability to work and to earn. And yet, when it's time to give back to him in thanks, one of the last things we are willing to give him is our wallet. It took me a long time to digest this verse, to properly understand it. What does it really mean? It works on his universal law that he gave Noah in Genesis 8, verse 22, where it is written, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. So what you sow, that you will also reap as is confirmed in Galatians 6, verse 7. If we sow love, we reap love. If we sow hate, we reap hate. Each one gets to choose what they will sow. The question is, what are you going to sow in the people you meet today? Your words, your actions, your response to their words or actions. 
that determines your harvest what are you willing to sow here are a few biblical ways to benefit from giving number 1 in your relationships at home at work in the community in business give love mercy forgiveness compassion and reap love appreciation and favor number 2 psalms 112 verse 9 says he has dispersed he has given to the poor his righteousness endures forever his horn shall be exalted with honor this is one of the sure ways to be honored by god and by men giving to the poor actually even says there his righteousness endures forever you are always in good stead in the sight of god your horn shall be exalted you shall never be put to shame always given honor so giving to the poor is a very strong tool that we can use number 3 again on honor hebrew 7 verse 7 says without doubt the lesser is blessed by the greater so in order to be favored by someone who is better off than you are someone who can help you or has the resources tools and capabilities that you don't have but you desire them someone that has a greater level of anointing that you are seeking you so honor into that person's life even if it is through your small gifts you honor them and without doubt the lesser is blessed by the greater number 4 in tithes and offerings malachi 3 verse 10 says bring the whole tithe into the storehouse and see if i will not throw open the flood gates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it when we struggle with finances with our jobs with our income we must engage in the laws of giving an important thing to remember here is that it is our job to give how he multiplies it back to us is his lookout it is his job not ours let him do his part and we must do our part and in this verse if you look closely he says test me in this this is the only place in the bible that god says test me that is the kind of surety that he is willing to give to back up what he will do many a times we have only a little but that should not be a reason to be ungrateful to not give back as hard as it seems we have to make up our mind for psalms 126 verse 5 and 6 says those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy those who go out weeping carrying seed to sow will return with songs of joy carrying sheaves that is of their harvest 
with them. Number five, Mark 11, verse 25 says, forgive. When you stand praying, forgive. And your Father in heaven will forgive you. So even forgiveness depends on giving. Note that it says, even in this verse that we have just read, Mark 11.25 and in Luke 6.38. It first says, give and you shall be given. Forgive and your father will forgive you. It's not take and you shall be given. And your father will forgive you and then you shall forgive others. So we must make the first move. And that is the action of faith that is expected of us. It is not enough for us to show our faith through our words, but through our actions by taking that first step, that initiative. We give first, we don't wait to receive and then give. Another important thing to remember is what you sow is not quickened except it dies. This is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 36. The seed that you sow, only when it dies, in the soil, does it start to sprout? Our seed must die too. Then, as 1, 15, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 continues on, God gives it a body or a shape as he pleases. And that is why you can sow one thing and reap another. You can sow finance and reap relationship through prayer. You can sow shame and reap joy. You can sow money and take health. I would recommend reading 1 Corinthians 15 verses 42 to 44 to understand what he is trying to say there. This is a deep mystery in achieving certain outcomes from situations that may not be in our favor by using the law of sowing and reaping. Give and it shall be given to you from God and from man. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us understand what you are trying to teach us here. The law of giving. The universal law that you gave Noah and said, while the earth remains, which means as long as the earth is in existence, that law shall not fail. If we engage in the giving part of it, the receiving must happen. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. To understand, to receive, we open our hearts to receive the wisdom that you are giving us. That with understanding, we activate it in our lives and we use it to command situations to turn around. We ask for this growth in our spirit this morning, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical needs, for all those requests that are mentioned on our prayer group, for all those that are sick, 
that are battling life-threatening diseases. For all those that are hospitalized this day, that will undergo surgery. We pray in a special way for all families as well. In a special way for those that are undergoing separation, that are battling misunderstandings and fights every day, that are battling violence and abuse, that are battling infidelity. We cover these by your precious blood, Jesus. That every door that was left open to the enemy be shut in the name of Jesus. It is by your stripes and by your wounds, Lord, that they are redeemed from the curse of the law. When you took our place on that cross, you hung on that tree and became a curse for our sake. We are no longer under judgment, but under grace. Through your precious blood, we cover these families and all those that are sick by this life-giving blood. That blood that heals, that transforms, that renews and makes whole. And we believe, Lord, that they are healed, that these relationships are also healed. We, and we declare your blood as our hedge of protection for every family that is connected with this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. That every attack by day, every unseen attack, and every noisome pestilence be kept outside this hedge in the name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, compulsions, addictions, anxiety, depression, Anything, including poverty, that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus. And under his authority, we declare that yoke, that chain broken. We ask for your anointing to touch each of these lives. That through wisdom and understanding of your word and your will, we are able to engage your laws, your principles, your prophecies, your promises, as mentioned in your word, to rise out of the pit. We thank you, Father, that you hear each of these our prayers. We pray in a special way also for all those that are seeking new jobs, for those that are jobless that are struggling in their finances. Father, your word says you shall provide all our needs in accordance with your riches. When you are our shepherd, no one in this praying family shall be left wanting. Every need shall be met. This is our faith and we release it today. We thank you, Lord, for giving your angels your destiny helpers that you have planted in each of these lives. We activate them in the name of Jesus. We command them to go forth and connect these, your children, your inheritance with your favor, with your grace for abundance, with your grace for speed to rise above and move forward ever, backward never. To step into increase. We prophesy that increase in their lives this morning. 
that everything that was found short and inadequate or insufficient shall be miraculously transformed to abundance, sufficiency, and extra leftover. The 12 baskets that the apostles collected after your miracle feeding the 5,000 people from five loaves and two fish. We believe in that surplus, Father, that increase. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our family. Especially our family members and our friends that are not yet saved, that have not yet seen the light, that do not yet know you in the way they should. And many, Lord, are Christians, church-going Christians, that have not yet received you in their spirit. We pray for their conversion this day, Lord, for their strengthening. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And you, O Holy Spirit, pray with us and for us, making intercession on our behalf with sighs and groans too deep to understand. Your ways are much higher than our ways. And you know every need that is in our heart even before we speak it. Father, we join our spirit with yours. We make this our prayer of agreement with you so that as we release our faith and this expectation that we have come with, we know that expectation shall be met by your miraculous provision. I invite everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we release our faith and we make this our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shall it be a son, the 
The words that were spoken to me this morning were, stay strong, stand firm in your faith. The scripture I was given is Romans 12, 9 to 13. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honour. Never flag in zeal. Be aglow with the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 4, where it is written. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
before we conclude our prayer, I'd just like to give you a heads up about this week's Bible study topic. Our topic this Friday is spiritual or soulish. We will learn the relationship between man's spirit and soul. And discernment should be a part of our Christian life as prayer. We shall share this topic along with links to join on Zoom and YouTube on our WhatsApp group this morning. Please share that with all your friends and family and invite them to come and attend this session. More than the, the knowledge that they will receive, we would like them to receive and carry with them back home that presence of God that hovers over these prayer meetings. And that is where all the miracles come from. He is the source. We want them to be connected with that source. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his jealous love for each and every single one of us that brings his favor when we call on his name. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Brisbane. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.